Hello and welcome to the Rankings Podcast and Answers the Age-Old Question. What are our favorite that guy actors? I'm Danny Weiser with me as always is my co-host and the David Crumholtz to my Timothy Oliphant. It's Ty McGowan. Ty, what's up, dude? Those, those people aren't different. They're the same person. <laughs> they're very different. David Crumholtz is Bernard from the Santa Claus. No, nah, they're basically the same person. <laughs> have you ever even seen Timothy Oliphant? They've all they have the, like the same exact roles. Timothy Oliphant plays a sheriff of some sort in every even in Star Wars, he couldn't get away from the sheriff role. Did uh wild. did the uh what's that SNL skit that uh Richard's always quoting on Mad About Movies? Uh the Dolmet Maroney to my uh, Oh Dermot Maroney and Dylan McDermott. McDermott. <laughs> That would have been better. That is, we've stolen a lot from Mad About Movies. That would have been just another bit that we can add to our tab, I guess. Yeah, but they stole it from SNL, so it's not, you know. <laughs> That's true. It's a yeah. good point. Um, Ty, we're talking that guy actors, which is, I feel like it randomly gets brought up monthly on yep. this show somehow. Yep. Which is weird. What a weird thing for us to have like a recurring. Well, it, bit it's about. a lot of we don't remember people's names. Yes, and we don't take the time true. to remember people's names. Certainly And true. we just never, even though we're both sitting in front of two laptop screens, mm-hmm. we, we don't take the time to Google them while recording. Right, right. Which I think we might have to break that this episode. Yeah. Like in, in yep. order to have an idea of who the other person is talking about, we're going to have to Google it as the other person is talking. Otherwise, it's going to be like, a, yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, but you'll know when you see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. I was going to say, do you want to explain what a that guy actor is? But that's kind of, it's kind of that. Yeah, I think uh, for broad terms, it's, yeah, it's, you know, that guy you see in that movie, you can't remember his name, but you see a picture of him, you remember him. Oh, it's that guy from yeah. that thing I saw. But mostly it's character actors. That's like the... Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about for, you know, people like Kev, who will be listening to this and be like, those aren't, those are just good actors. Um, Mm -hmm. And he knows every single person that's been in every single movie he's ever watched. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, character actors. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. For the film fan, it's a character actor. For the not hardcore film fans, it's, oh, that guy. Yeah. And Uh, please don't listen to this while you're driving, because you're going to probably have to Google some of this stuff. Yeah, or just don't. It's fine. You don't have to. We're not your bro- you're not we're not your bosses, you know. Um your list day, if you want right. to go ahead and get started. Yeah, so my honorable mention themes theme is lead actors who are better in that guy roles. So mm. these are people that everybody knows, but they're better in that guy roles. So first up, Laura Dern. And I'll give you mm. some movies where she's like that guy or that girl in in these movies, Little Women. She's a great yeah. just as the mom. Marriage yep. Story, when she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, she was only in it for which like, was wild. That was a wild nomination. I still by think the way. it was. Wor- I mean, she is great. In the, like, she's really minutes. good in that movie, but yeah. she's in it for like forty-five seconds. Yeah. It's a, it was a wild nomination. Uh, the Last Jedi, freaking mm-hmm. awesome in The Last Jedi, and she kind of came mm-hmm. out of nowhere. It was just like, yeah. oh, cool. If it, it felt a lot like, hey, I'm Laura Dern, and I want to be in scenes yeah. with Princess Leia, which like. If anyone can pull Same. that, it's Laura Dern. Um, yeah. And then The Master, which you have definitely not seen and would not like. No, uh, but we'll never. PTA movie, she's great in it. Um, nice. Second one, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah, that's good. So first off, the uh, credit card commercials, mm-hmm. fantastic. 
especially when Ooh, I didn't even think about the guys that are like actual legit actors that do insurance commercials yeah. now. <laughs> I didn't even think about those guys. So good. Uh, Pulp Fiction. You can yeah. kind of call him that guy just because he wasn't super famous and it kind of cuts away to different storylines throughout every Marvel movie ever. Right. Uh, Jurassic Park. Hold on to your butts. With mm, And he always mm. smoked a cigarette like right to the stub. <laughs> so good. Yeah, and he always had it like hanging off his yep. lips so it bounced while he talked, yep. which was always a weird look. So yeah. good. And you can like kind of tell like Steven Spielberg was like, hey, do you want to take the cigarette out of your mouth? He's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like okay, cool. Uh, the The Incredibles, great Frozen, great voice actor. Yeah, as Frozen, and then number one best. I think he is better in that guy roles than leading roles. Brad Pitt. Yeah, Uh, the Big Short, hundred percent, really good Mm -hmm. in the Big Short. Uh, Snatch, where he just plays this weird, greasy, you know, whatever Pikey. I think that's what they called Mm -hmm. him. Twelve Monkeys, which is a movie you definitely need to see. It's a time traveling movie with, with Brad Pitt and uh, Bruce Willis. It's awesome. Sounds dumb. It's awesome. Uh, and then Burn After Reading. He's the best part of Burn After Reading. Uh, but yeah, nice. those, th- that's my honorable mentions. So those those people are always good in that guy roles. Thelma Louise, another good that guy role for Brad Pitt. Where you know he's what? just hot young guy. Never yeah. seen it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, all right. My honorable mentions theme is that lady. Okay. Which is, it's some female character actors that I, so. Oh, I included one woman in mine. I didn't think. That's it fine. Was... It wasn't, it wasn't against the rules. Okay. It's certainly not against the rules. I just, for whatever reason. Um, these are just some random character actresses that I just happened to think of while I was making this list. Okay. Um, there, there are better, um, character actresses. Certainly. These are just some fun ones that I thought of like big in the, like, 2000s seem to just kind of pop up as a minor role in every movie. Um, my first one is Missy Pyle. Missy Pyle. Uh, she, she is from Houston, Texas. You know her as uh, Fran from Dodgeball. She was Mrs. Beauregard in Charlie oh. and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. She was Laliari in the Galaxy from Galaxy Quest. She was Mildred in Big Fish. She's been in a million things. Lots of TV. Lots of movies, especially like mid two thousands movies, always a side character. You absolutely recognize her face. I mean, you just did yeah. it. You had no idea what her name was. You Google her and go, "Oh yeah, yeah." She's one of the, she's huge in, as in that regard. It um she so a lot of dodgeball characters are going to be mentioned in this episode. Yeah, Multiple I think so too. Dodgeball. Yeah, on my list too. Yeah, certainly. Um, next one is Juliette Lewis. She is from Los Angeles. Um, you know her as Mallory and natural born killers, Danielle and Kate fear, Audrey and Christmas vacation. Recently she was in yellow jackets. She's a lot like Missy Pyle and that she's been in like a million things and you've seen her in a lot of things, just almost never in any kind of leading role. Yes. Yeah. Most importantly, she was also, um, uh... Will Ferrell gets a date with her at the grocery store at the end of Old oh, School. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she's she's very big, like a no idea what her name is. Google her and go, oh, yeah, she's in whatever. Oh, she's also, um, um, she's, um, oh, gosh, uh, Luke Wilson's wife in Old School also. I totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Old School in forever. <laughs> um. Finally is Patricia Clarkson. 
Okay. She is from New Orleans. You know, is Melinda in the Green Mile, Rachel Two in Shutter Island, Ava Page in the Maze Runner movies. Um, she was in a ton of stuff in the 2000s. I feel like she does really well in the no-nonsense authority figure type character role. Yeah. Um, she's really great. Uh, kind of like what she was in the Maze Runner movies where she was like the director of whatever that evil organization was and it's just no-nonsense rules with iron. She, like that's kind of what she's best at, I think. So even if the Maze Runner movies sucked, I think she was really good at them. Hey, I kind of like them, but – we all, we also have, Brian. I have yeah. two other characters or two other actors who are on my list that were also in the Maze Runner movies. That's the fun thing about these lists is like I have multiple people on my list that have almost three hundred IMDb credits. So there's going to be a lot of accidental crossover for yeah. sure. Yeah, but yeah, Patricia Clarkson always. Whenever I see her, I'm like, oh, that's probably what Sadie Sink is going to look like when she's older. She looks like oh, she could be Sadie Sink's mom. I can see it. Yeah. And um, it's just, you know, they both have red hair. There's really nothing right. else that goes into that. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Right, which is par for the course for us. Yeah. Um, okay, my number 10, you know him, you love him. It's Michael Pena. Um, yeah. He, one of the funniest character actors ever. Um, you'll know him as Rick Martinez in The Martian, Luis in Ant-Man, Gordo in Fury, Mike Zavala in End of the Watch, and Daniel in Crash. Uh, but yeah, Michael Pena is one of the funniest people. He's always yeah. he always has great comedic timing um, when he's you know supporting somebody in whatever role. But yeah, I love mm-hmm. Michael Pena. I love when he's on screen. It's always a treat. I think he I think he's at his best in the Ant Man in Ant Man. He's so I good. love him in that. In the he's he's like the I'm only, in the system. There, there are things that, like, deteriorate as the next movie, Ant-Man the Wasp, goes mm-hmm. on. He, he just heightens every time. Hit, him and, like, randomly T.I. is so funny yes, in that role. T.I. is so Rapper good. Rapper T.I., he rules in it, man. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, my number 10, um, great name. It's Powers Booth. Okay. He is from Snyder, Texas. You know him as Senator Rourke in Sin City. Um Curly Bill Brocious in Tombstone, Cy Tolliver in Deadwood. He's a villain actor. I think he's been a villain in literally every single role he's ever had in his entire career, and he's really good at it. He just has the face of a villain. He has the voice of a villain. He's great at, like, the Old West sheriff who's uh, really corrupt. Like, he's just so, so good at that role. And he's just another dude that, like, if there was a villain in the 90s, it was probably Powers Booth. Yeah. He was freaking awesome in Tombstone. I love Tombstone. Mm. It is so I good. I still haven't seen it. Oh, dude, Tombstone is awesome. <laughs> I need to watch it. I don't know why I haven't. But you would yeah, love he's just it. he's the ultimate nineties uh villain character actor, I think. Yeah. And incredible name. Powers Booth. That's like the best villain name I've ever heard. That's an all star name. Um yeah. okay, my number nine, Daniel Stern. So he's yeah. Phil in City Slickers, Shrevy and Diner, but most importantly, he's Mark. Or that's not right. He's he's in Home Alone. He's one of the robbers in Home Alone. I don't think mm-hmm. his name is Mark. I don't know why I have that. Marv. I, uh, Autocorrect. Marv. Autocorrect. Certainly not Mark. You know, the, he, he's the one that coined the wet bandits and the sticky bandits. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, his most important role is he is the pitching coach for the Chicago Cubs in Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Incredible. Give him the sticky cheese. When yeah, he, he's great in that. When he locks himself in not one but two <laughs> small confined spaces was the yeah. height of physical It's a good comedy. bit. 
It's a good, good bit. He's really good on that. Remember when uh, he was eating the sunflower seeds and he wouldn't put them in his mouth? He would just throw them into his <laughs> mouth. <for> like, <laughs> and half of a mist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was another really good bit. Did you watch the City Slickers movies? I, I watched them when I was younger. I don't remember. I loved them as a kid. Yeah. For some reason, they were on all the time at my house as a kid, and I always forget that they're a thing. But like that was my introduction to Billy Crystal was City Slickers. The, it was always really? on TNT when we were growing up. Yeah, that's it was that's probably always it. on TNT. That's probably it. Um, okay, my number nine is Richard Kind. He is from Trenton, New Jersey. You know him as Doctor Mark Devineau and Mad About You, Arthur and a Serious Man, as well as his voice work on A Bug's Life as Molt and Bing Bong and in Inside Out. Um, everyone in the world has seen Richard Kind. You probably have no idea what his name is. You've absolutely seen him in a million things. Um, he has almost 300 acting credits on IMDb, which is just silly. Um, all of them, literally all of them are supporting or super minor roles. He always played very awkward characters because that's kind of the vibe he gives off. And he's very, very good at it. Like the awkward dad yeah. or something. Um, he's super, super good in that role. But yeah, he's, he's one of those dudes that like... If you were watching a sitcom that has happened in the last 20 years, Richard Kind has showed up for an episode or two, almost certainly. Yeah, he has a great recurring role on Curb Your Enthusiasm as Larry David's mm-hmm. cousin. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah, he's in that. He just he randomly shows up in just a silly amount of things, and he's funny every time, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's always very awkward, makes you pretty uncomfortable, but he's great at those type of roles. He's, he's also in an episode of um, – documentary now which is you know john mulaney and mm-hmm. and um fred armison and and mm-hmm. um uh the late night host um oh my gosh he used to host weekend update i'm gonna be honest i have no idea what documentary now is i was it's, just saying mm-hmm, it's just fake you to keep going it's hilarious fake documentaries based off real ones and he's in this one about like a broadway musical that they find out has been canceled while they're recording the album <laughs> and they have to just keep going <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, he's really good in that one. Um, okay. My number eight is Peter Stormare. So you don't know who yeah, this is. Yeah. I, I do yeah. randomly because when I was when I was researching uh, that guy actors, he kept coming up. Yeah. That's a very good one. For those of you who don't know, he's the Russian in every single movie that has <laughs> Russians in it. All of them. Yes. Literally all of them. Seriously, yeah. all of them. Uh, but his biggest role is he was Greer in Fargo, the guy who just doesn't talk. He's nihilist number one in The Big Lebowski. Um, he's Dieter in The Lost World, and he's Lucifer in Constantine, which is one of my favorite roles he's done. But you yeah. know what's wild about that, too? His, he's Swedish. Yeah, he's yeah. not even yeah, he's Russian. Not he's from, from Sweden. Russia. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> but he plays – he's always just this menacing person. He always looks like a mafia boss where it's just like – he looks like he hasn't taken a shower for about five I was, days. I was just going to say, he's always so dirty. Yeah, yeah. He always is just greasy and grimy, which is like, this is like not on par for like Sweden. Is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, he's just seriously like, I don't know how else to describe them him to all of y'all, but he is the Russian in every single movie you've seen with a Russian in it. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> all of them. Uh, that's a great pick. Um, okay, my number eight is Neil McDonough, 
He is yes. from Boston. You know him as Fletcher in Minority Report, Timothy Dum Dum Dugan in Captain America, and as the villain in pretty much every single hour-long TV drama series that has ever existed, including Yellowstone, Justified, and the CWDC series, mm-hmm. like The Flash and Green Arrow. He was he was kind of a recurring villain in those. Um, much like Powers Booth, he's literally always a villain. Yep. I just I, f- I would feel uncomfortable seeing him playing a good guy. I think he's also usually seems to be the villain who always takes things too far and is extra evil and there's no line he can't cross right. you know like you know those tv series where they ramp up and get a progressively eviler villain every year yeah, yeah he's always like in the middle where he goes from like like last season's villain is like a really bad dude who you kept having to fight and then uh neil mcdonough shows up and he like kidnaps a baby and, yeah, yeah. which is like an extra like he crossed a line of evil that the previous guy wouldn't so you're like oh now things are more that's neil mcdonough every single time he's always the one to kill just one series series regular he's never like mm-hmm. the worst bad guy but he's mm-hmm, always mm-hmm. the first one to kill someone and it's like okay the stakes are like up here now. yes he is the stakes razor bad guy in every single tv series of all time which is insane because so you view him as like you said you would freak out if you ever saw him play a good guy i the so my first like interaction with him and any kind of content was band of brothers He's one of the soldiers in band of brothers okay. so every time i see him as a bad guy i'm like oh he shouldn't be a bad guy like he just like he gives off really sketchy and it's it's because of these stinking hour long yeah. Yellowstone and Justified he plays the exact same character where he's like not from the country but he's like a big city guy that shows up to the country to destroy their way of life and doesn't share their values yep. and he's a big city he's that in literally both of those shows in the CWDC series he's just like the super sketchy no morals bad guy he's just, he's that in freaking everything have you seen Game Over Man, the movie that the Workaholics guys did? No. He's the bad guy in that. <laughs> He's just a it's, great bad guy He's actually actor. really hilarious in it. He has bad guy face. Yeah, he does, which is still bizarre to me because I view him as like this World War II soldier that, you know, sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. It's, he, uh, yeah, he's always the bad guy, though. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, my number seven is Margot Martindale. Who is Ooh, this always is good. the mom? She's, She's always mom. the yeah. mom. And and honestly, like <laughs> she plays the mom so well that She's I'm like great at it. I would love to have Margot Martindale be my mom for like a day. She's speaking of Justified, she's a mom in Justified who's sort of a bad guy, but is still just like a mom. So she's a mom in Justified. She's a mom in The Hours. She's a mom. She's a Dewey Cox mom in Walk Hard. She's Mom yep. Cox. Uh She's uh, a mom in uh, August of Osage, August Osage County, which I never saw. She's the mm-hmm. mom in Earlene Fitzgerald, or she her she's the mom in Million Dollar Baby, Earlene Fitzgerald. She's also the mom in, um, uh, oh gosh, that um, movie that came out. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Oh well, but she's a mom. She's the mom in every I- single movie. I just pulled up her IMDb to kind of just remind me, and one of her credits is in DuckTales as Ma Beagle. She's just a, she's America's mom, yes. I feel like. Yeah, she is a mom in everything, and she does it well. <laughs> she's great at it. That's a really great pick. Um, okay, my number seven is Gary Cole. He is from Park Ridge, Illinois. You know him as Reese Bobby in Talladega Nights, uh, Bill Lumberg in Office Space, Cotton McKnight in Dodgeball, yeah. uh, Kent Davison in Veep. 
I feel like he uh, he plays a deadbeat dad role a lot. Maybe I'm just thinking of Talladega Nights, but when I look at him, I think deadbeat dad. So I he's, feel like I've seen him play that in a lot of things. He plays a lot of rednecks. Yeah, he's really good at playing yeah. the redneck, which is really funny because he's from Illinois. But he's always There's like the redneck who doesn't have. He's he's the he's the redneck that doesn't have like a super redneck accent, but is just like yeah, redneck to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to his core. Um, he's funny. He plays a straight man quite a bit, like dodgeball. Yeah, he plays the straight man announcer um, next to <laughs> Jason Bateman, just was, feeling absolutely. He was like Jason Bateman is like the straight man, like the yeah. greatest straight man of all time, yeah, like yeah, him yeah. and Tim Meadows. But like, and then. Jason it works Bateman. so well somehow. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, but yeah, I just I maybe maybe I just keep thinking of Talladega Nights, but I look at Gary Cole and I think, oh, that's the deadbeat dad from that thing. Yeah, uh, in a lot of stuff that he's been in, but he's a great character actor. He's also hilarious in Veep. He's one of the funniest mm. parts of Veep, which is nice. one of the funniest shows of all time. Um, yeah. I thought you were when you started. I thought you were going to go Gary Coleman. I was like, whoa, we're really throwing it back. No, <laughs> what a weird choice. Um, okay. My number six, probably like the most famous that guy actor of all time, because he's been in a lot of stuff, but it's Harry Dean Stanton. Mm -hmm. So Roger, I'm going to read a quote from Roger Ebert, paraphrase, paraphrase quote. um, No movie featuring Harry Dean Stanton in a supporting role can be altogether bad, which completely agree with that. He is in so many movies. I only wrote down a few, but he's he's Sam in Alien. He's an FBI agent in The Godfather Part Two. He's Toot Toot in Green Mile. He he has a leading role in Paris, Texas, which is very, very good. Um, he's a judge in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He's Brain in Escape from New York. And he's the uh, lead character in Lucky. Um, but he, like, this guy takes, like, he's just one of those, like, if you're comparing it to, like, sports, He's just one of those guys that come off the bench and gives 100%. He's the glue guy. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, the glue he's guy. a team glue guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is the glue guy for every movie. He comes in, gives 100%, whether he's on screen for the entire time or five minutes. He is he is good in everything, and he is so good. I highly suggest or highly you know, suggest that everyone go see Lucky. It's Try mm-hmm. Find It. It's on there. Also directed by someone who will appear on my list later on. By another nice. that guy actor, but yeah, Harry Dean Stanton. When I look, freaking awesome. when I look at Harry Dean Stanton, I think '70s Sheriff. Yeah, he just has that look he's, to me. He's got that look, or the that guy in the small town who's smoke just ripping a cig and drinking a Lone <laughs> Star on those front porch. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. That's really good. Uh, okay, my number six is Delroy Lindo. Yes, um, he yeah. is from London. You know him as Bo Catlin and Get Shorty. He's from London. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's part of my part of my little <laughs> spiel here about him. Uh, he's Bo Catlin. He gets shorty. He's Paul into Five Bloods. Recently, he was Bass Reeves in The Harder They Fall. Uh, he's one of those actors. I don't. I don't think most people have hardly anybody. If you know who he is, you don't know that he's British. But like, I randomly watched an interview with him after because The Harder They Fall came out. I was obsessed, and so I was watching a lot of like interviews and behind the scenes stuff. And he's just he's British, dude. He has a British accent. I would have guessed he was like from the south. Like if I yeah, put money he's, on it, it's because he's great at that role. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, I did, he is I did not British. know he was. I don't think I've ever heard him talk outside of a role. I guess. I'm, nope. 
Oh my and, god! And every time he's in a role, he's like, he's usually from the southern part of the United States. He plays the "I'm too old for this" type of characters. Yep. You know what I mean? Like the dis- disgruntled, "This is a young man's game. What am I doing here?" type of old men that I just I love, and he's great at. Yeah, he's British, which is wild. But you've seen everybody's seen Delroy Lindo and a handful of stuff, and he's fantastic. I love him a lot. That is insane that he is mm-hmm. from England. Yeah, yeah, what? he's British, dude. That it's is wild. crazy. I've never seen him play a British character. I don't ever. Think. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> Guy Ritchie, come on, put him in one of your movies. Just make. Oh him- God, Delroy Lindo would crush in a Guy Ritchie. Put movie. him in a tracksuit and just have him smash people's <laughs> dude, heads and cart. God, I'm so in, dude. Oh God, I'm so in. I want that real bad. Him and Colin Farrell. Just put those two in a Guy Ritchie movie. I would and watch the, the crap only out wardrobe of that. is tracksuits, matching Adidas <laughs> tracksuits. Which is the fattest cigar in his mouth yes. at all times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so in. Uh, okay. My number five. I think a lot of people will know this guy's name. I think in our, our generation knows him a lot because he's been in a lot of blockbusters. But I mm-hmm. still think he's he's a that guy actor. It's John Totoro. This is like right. Yeah, on the- he's one of those guys that I think a lot of people won't know his name. Yeah, certainly. But everybody's seen him in 500 things. And like film people obviously know who John Turturro is. But like if I went to my brother, who is like f- six years older than me, I think, and like watches an OK amount of movies, I don't think he would know the name John Turturro. So that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's like right on the edge, especially like mm-hmm. recent roles, like his role in Severance, which he got nominated mm-hmm. for, I think. I think he got nominated for but he was fantastic in that carmine falcone in the batman that came out this really year great in that. uh jesus or no jesus in the big lebowski sorry yeah thank you jesus in the big lebowski um thank you pino Frag- fragioni in do the right thing i can't remember mm-hmm. i don't know how to pronounce that name he's pete hogwallop in oh brother where art thou great role uh julian in the color of money which is an okay movie. A lot of people like it. Mm-hmm. And he's Agent Simmons in every Transformers movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. John Turturro rules. Yeah. He's awesome. It's a great pick. Uh, my number five, someone I know you're a big fan of, it's Richard Schiff uh, from Bethesda, Maryland. He's yes. Toby in the West Wing. Yes. Um, also know him as Dr. Hamilton in Man of Steel. And recently, um, for video game fans, he was Odin in God of War Ragnarok, which... He God, he was so good at it. Makes no sense to uh, me whatsoever. Because he's such a soft-spoken guy. On I know. <laughs> it was so random, but like he was kind of incredible at it. Uh, he's a really excellent character actor. He's always going to be Toby from the West Wing to most people, I think. Um, and deservedly so. That's the kind of character that he's best at. He's But he's really, really great in a lot of stuff. He's been in a ton of movies, ton of TV shows. Thought he showed a lot of range in God of War Ragnarok. Like he played a much different Odin than I ever would have expected to see from Odin, but he also had a lot of moments where he got to be like big and loud and kind of evil and which you don't would never have expected from from Richard Schiff. I was really impressed by him. Um but unfortunately not a dude who's a household name. I don't, yeah. I don't think average average movie watchers have any idea than of the name Richard Schiff. I wish Sorkin would like put him in more of his well like his good movies, not like right. the freaking Lucy. <laughs> maybe crap. maybe the ones that he writes and not directs. Right, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. Okay, my number four. This is probably out of all of my people, this is probably the one that's like right on the edge 
of either being a character actor or like a regular actor because he had a mm-hmm. really big TV role. It's Giancarlo Esposito. Mm-hmm. And I think like for Breaking Bad people, people know him. It's Gus. But yeah. I think because of that, they know him as Gus. They don't know his name. Yeah. And that's what makes that's him fair. a character actor. Um, but he's in, he's been in, you know, do the, he's bugging out and do the right thing. He's the guy who gets his shoe stepped on. Um, he's yeah. Thomas Hare in Malcolm X. He's Cassius Clay Sr. in Ali. Um, and he's Ra's al Ghul in like a couple of DC animated movies. Um, he's Which is also, a cool role for him. Yeah. He's also in um, that new TV show on Netflix called Kaleidoscope where you can like watch it in any order you want to. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Giancarlo Esposito, he can like, he's always good at playing the bad guy, but he's also good at like playing like the nerdy bad guy that's always like just yeah. two steps ahead of you mentally. But he's also really good at just playing like almost anything. Like in Kaleidoscope, mm-hmm. he's he's not really a bad guy. He's like a heist leader, really good at that. I mean, he's just like smooth. He can kind of like, he's like a chameleon where he can like kind of do any role, which, you know, is the reason why he's in so much stuff. Mm. I agree with you though. He uh, more people know him as Gus from Breaking Bad than they know him as Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. So I think that's a good. Pick. And it's actually sorry I pronounced that wrong. It's apparently it's pronounced Esposito, and he just never Ooh. corrected anyone. And he like just recently started correcting people. Interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. I, that's cool. Um, okay, my number four. He goes on like the Mount Rushmore of having really cool character actor names. It's Bokeem Woodbine. Oh, he's from yes. Har- yeah, yes. Yeah. He's from Harlem, New York. You know him as Herman Schultz in Spider-Man Homecoming, Mike Milligan in the Fargo TV series, Uncle Earl in Queen and Slim. He's just another one of those guys that you've seen in a ton of things, but never even close to a main character and probably haven't heard his name unless you're just like a big old movie dork. Um, actually, he is the reason I finally decided it was time to put this episode on the schedule because I just randomly saw a TikTok about him that said something like, you've seen him in countless movies and TV series, but you have no idea what his name is. And I just took it as a sign that it was... We should probably finally put this on the schedule, and he deserves a spot on it. Um, it certainly helps that he has an awesome name. Bokeem yeah. Woodbine is just a really cool name. He's great in the stuff that he's in. He just is never anywhere sniffing the main character role. Yeah, he's also got one of the best uh, gap teeth in the game. Mm-hmm. Like he's got, yep, he's yep, one yep. of those people that has gap teeth, and it's like, yeah, just don't fix it because it actually works. Don't worry about it. Yeah, hundred percent. Bokeem Woodbine rules. Um, okay, my number four, this might be what, like, the general public would put as their top that guy actor. It's Steven Root. Everybody yeah. knows him. He played... This is your number three, by the way. He said four. Oh, it's yeah. your number yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Just He's my number for three. For confusion's sake for the listeners. He plays uh, Fuchs and Barry. He plays Bubbles in Finding Nemo, which I found out today. Um, <laughs> he plays Milton in Office Space, uh, Mr. Lunn in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?, Gordon in Dodgeball and Jim Hudson in Get Out. Um, he's mm-hmm. like this guy because he's like such good, so good at like playing these character actors. Because I always know him as like, okay, this is the like dork because I know him from Office yeah. Space. Because I, I, me too. I grew up on Mr. Office Space. Yeah, yeah. Mr. <laughs> I grew up on that, and I was like, okay, he's like the nerd, and he kind of plays like that role in Dodgeball. But then like, okay, here's Barry. He's like a contract yeah. like a contract killer hitman. Hit yeah. he's like this super creepy blind racist dude and get out 
Like yeah. it is he he has so much space to to work. He was recently in I'm going through all the Oscar nominated movies and I saw Two Leslie, which don't bother watching it. This girl got mm-hmm. freaking best actress while doing the worst West Texas accent of all time. It was terrible. Yeah, and also I checked Letterbox, and that movie had like eleven fans. I think when I checked after nominations came out, which is it's very weird that she got nominated. I like don't even mind the whole like thing behind that movie getting nominated on like you know all these stars are using their power to get this movie nominated. I don't care about that. She got nominated for seriously the worst West West Texas accent I've <laughs> ever heard in my entire life. Um, <laughs> but he's in that, and he plays this like biker dude, and it's believable. Like. It's crazy. This guy has so much range. Uh, I think he can be in anything. But, yeah, Steven Root, awesome. Yeah, this is an excellent pick. I'm yeah. kind of kicking myself for not putting him on mine. Um, my number three uh, is also named Steven. It's Steven Tobolowski. He is from Dallas. You know him as Ned in Groundhog Day, Clayton Townley in Mississippi Burning, Jack Barker in Silicon Valley, uh, maybe as Sandy Ryerson in Glee. You may recognize him. Um, he is another one of those kind of infamous character actors who seems to randomly pop up in every single TV show you're binging for an episode here and there. He shows up all the time. Um, I guarantee every single person listening to this episode knows who he, who he is, even if you don't know his name. He, like Richard Kind, he has like 300 IMDb credits, yeah. which is just insane. But Google Steven Tobolowsky. You've seen him a uh, hundred million times in TV and shows and movies. Yeah, he's he's like um, he he's he has a really good role. I don't know if you said it. I'm sorry, I was blowing my nose. He has a really good role in Groundhog Day. Yeah, that was the first one. Okay, yeah, he's he's great. He always plays that like kind of nerdy older dad type. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's really yeah. good. Yeah, he's a lot lot like Stephen Root, a lot like Richard Kind. I think those those three, I, I assume, go for a lot of the same roles. A lot of uh, a lot of Texas actors on these lists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, randomly. Um, okay, my number two, also from Texas, it's Alan Tudyk. Oh, that's great. So he has a million roles, not only because mm-hmm. he's a great actor, but he's he does a lot of voice work. Like, look at y'all look him up, like, right now. He has so many yeah. roles where he's just randomly in this movie. Like, he's the toucan in Encanto and, like, <laughs> all this, like, random stuff. But his biggest role is he's K2SO in Rogue One which is the mm-hmm. best droid in all of the Star Wars movies. He's Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. Really great in Dodgeball. He's Watt in A Knight's Tale. Yeah. You know, it's called a Lance. Hello. You know, it's it's right? a Lance. Hello. <laughs> He's Tucker in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, which is one of the most underrated movies of all time. He's mm-hmm. uh, Wash on in Firefly, which I've never seen, but a lot of people like it. And he's Harry in Resident Alien, which is a great show that's currently running right now. He plays this alien that crashes. Um, he can disguise himself, but like only one in like a million humans can see through the camouflage. And this one random kid in this small town in Colorado can see that he's an alien. It's it's really funny. Um, but yeah, Alan Tudyk, he's amazing. Great voice actor. Probably the best voice actor working right now, like him and Bill Hader. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alan Tudyk, number two, he was one of, one of the first that guy actors like I ever experienced. Cause I was watching Tucker and Dale versus evil with my brother. And I was like, Oh, who is that guy who's played Tucker? I know that guy. And like, I couldn't figure it out. And my brother was just like, man, you're going to kill yourself when you, when you feel like you're going <laughs> to hate it when you figure out where he's from. And he wouldn't tell me, I remember getting like actually mad at my brother. Cause he wouldn't tell me 
He was Steve <laughs> the Pirate in Dodgeball. That's that's a great I so he's not on my list because I didn't think about him because like I think of Alan Tudyk. I'm like, hey, everybody knows Alan Tudyk. Yeah. He's a big deal. He's been in a million things. But like, we're more plugged in, I guess, to movies and TV shows than the average person. So I know for a fact that most people probably don't know the name Alan Tudyk. But he's excellent. Yeah, and his, the biggest movies he's in, he's a voice actor. So people never see his face. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, okay, my number two is David Koechner. Uh, from Tipton, Missouri, you know Miss Champ Kind and Anchorman, uh, yes. Todd Packer in The Office, Herschel and Talladega Nights, Dan and Waiting. Um, seems like he's at, he had a minor role in every single comedic film from like 2002 to 2012. Yep, pretty much. He's just he's super funny. He's so instantly recognizable and still somehow just not well known at all. But he's just he's. He's the dude that you see him and you go, oh, it's Todd Packer from yeah. The Office, which I feel like is everybody's reaction when they see him. But yeah, he's he's another one of those dudes like Stephen Tobolowsky where like he just randomly shows up in a lot of the stuff that you're watching that you wouldn't associate him with. And he always plays the same exact role. It's yeah. always like, okay, that guy's <laughs> always loud. Little, that guy's yeah, really loud, a little bit cross of the line with his yeah. know, being a little bit too inappropriate. <laughs> Like that's him. Yeah, it, it's weird calling him a character actor because he doesn't have a lot of range. He has a very specific typecast role. But if you're looking for that kind of role, he's probably down because yeah. he's he's in everything. He's the drunk uncle in every single movie. That's that's like <laughs> he's, what he is. He's the, he's the loud drunk uncle. That's a very good way to put it. I love David Koechner. He's so funny. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, okay, my number one. This was the guy who immediately when we thought of this idea, this was like, okay. This is who's going to be number one on my list. I love him and everything. It's John Carroll Lynch. He plays mm. Arthur mm. Lee Allen in Zodiac, which his performance in Zodiac makes me believe that Arthur Lee Allen was a real Zodiac, who then passed it down to Ted Cruz, obviously. Um, he's Norm Son of a Gunderson in, in Fargo. <laughs> I knew that would get a laugh out of you. It makes me laugh every time. It's one of my favorite movie nicknames. He's uh, Bernie Riley in Crazy Stupid Love, the babysitter's dad, who Uh he's a part of that big fight that happens at the end of that movie, which is one of the best just reveals of any movie ever. He's uh, David Dellinger in Trial of the Chicago 7, and he plays Lyndon B. Johnson in Jackie. Uh, but yeah, John Carroll Lynch, so good. He plays a he's played multiple serial killers, which is like kind of surprising because he also plays like Norm. Lots Gunderson. of gentle dads. Yeah. He plays gentle dads and also serial killers. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But yeah, John Carroll Lynch, I love when he's in any movie. He heightens any role he's in. I'm waiting for he's he's got the type of range where if he gets the right movie, the right script, he could win Best Supporting Actor. Like he has the ability mm-hmm. to win Best Supporting Actor. And I think he 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 will at some point, but yeah, he's awesome. That's a really great Norm Son of a Gunderson gets me every single time, man. Ah, so he's still married to Norm Son of a Gunderson. <laughs> God, it kills me. Uh, okay, my my number one, um, easily my number one. I wrote his name down a long time ago when we first had this idea. It's Walton Goggins, yes, from Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. You know him as Boyd Crowder and Justified, Sheriff Chris Mannix in The Hateful Eight, Baby Billy Freeman in Baby The Righteous Billy. Gemstones, Sonny Birch and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I know him from my childhood as Downtown Billy Anderson in Major League Back to the Miners, which is the really crappy third movie in the Major League trilogy that nobody saw. 
Um, he's the coolest man. He's my he's my favorite character actor. Easy number one for this episode. I'd love him so much as Baby Billy Freeman <laughs> in the Righteous Gemstones. I think he's so funny in that. He was so gr- he he was supposed to be just like the first villain who only lasts a couple episodes in Justified, and everybody liked him so much that he became like the second lead yeah. in that show, which is just wild. But yeah, Walton Goggins rules so hard. He's so good. He's so he's really good in in uh, in Righteous Gemstones. He has he's also really good in a TV show that not I think me and my dad are the only people that watch it. It's called <laughs> Vice Principals. And it's, oh yeah, yeah, with him and uh, Danny McBride. With Danny McBride, right? and they're both yeah. the vice principals of this of this high school. And uh, Bill Murray is the principal, and he retires. And they're both like trying to sabotage it's each fine other for his to job. get the principal yeah. position. But that seems like a Robbie so, show. Yeah, he is. It's so good. He is so good at playing that like just like not really redneck. But like right on the mm-hmm. verge of being a redneck, and I mean he's from Alabama, yeah. so yeah, he, he's like and he's one of those actors like him and, um, oh gosh, uh, well I can't remember his name. He was, uh, oh, I was gonna kill me. Whatever. Um, he's just so good at playing that actor. Where it's like <laughs> it's terrible audio. You didn't give me anything to go off. <laughs> he, he, well, the movies I'm thinking of, you would know. He's he's like the lead character in Moon. Um, you ever see that movie? He was also in uh, Billboard Outside, Sam Rockwell. Um, oh, yeah. he's uh, he where he can play that racist person so well that you're like, is he racist in real life? Like that's how good he is. <laughs> yeah, his, yeah, his he's he seems sketchy because about yeah, in Justified he is like he's fully a Nazi in yeah. like the first couple episodes and they try to give him a weird arc, but the whole time you're like, this is still a Nazi. Like he, or at least he was a Nazi. So he, you don't ever like him, but yeah, he's a great actor. God, he is so good. Ba- uncle, uncle, baby, Billy. Like, what <laughs> baby Billy Freeman. And I love that. Yeah. He's like 60 years old and they're still like calling him uncle, baby, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Man. Righteous Jimson's rules. That, that show, um, I just rewatched it. It is so freaking hilarious. It's it's super super good. Um, all right, you ready to take a break? Yeah. All right, we will be right back. Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with me and Ty as we power rank our favorite that guy actors. This this is uh, a weird topic. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while. It seems to just randomly come up uh, on an episode like once a month. It seems like where we just ask ourselves, "Hey, when are we going to rank that guy actors?" We figured it's finally time. Why not, why not get it done? Um, hopefully you're having fun with us. We're going to be joined here in just a second by Mason Merritt, who has been on one episode before. He's one of our friends from the Mad About Movies Discord community, so we're excited to have him on. Wanted to jump in here real quick, let you know about next week's episode. Um, we are doing our Super Bowl episode. It's going to come out a couple of days before the Super Bowl. Uh, we figured the best way to kind of celebrate that is we're going to do a draft. We're going to draft uh, an all-time football team. Um, and we I don't know that we've officially nailed down rules yet, but it's going to be something like quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, flex option, draft a whole defense. I think we're going to like draft our favorite team uniform. I'll I'll give out specifics uh, in the Discord um, sometime before we record, which, by the way, 
uh, please join our Discord. It's free. There's no reason not to. Um, you can find the link to that in our social media bios and our show notes. Um, it's become a fun little community over there. We talk about the episodes. They make fun of us. They share their own rankings. They give us lots of episode ideas, which we always have a lot of fun with. So come hang out with us in there. Um, easy to find the link to that. Um, come, come be our friend. Come join us. Hang out with us. Get to know us. All right, back to the episode. We are back with this week's guest judge, returning guest judge. You were on like oh, a long time ago, I, I, over a year ago, I think, at this point. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I, um, I didn't share this last time. I'm sorry to step on your thing, but literally the day after I did that, my apartment flooded like pretty severely. So now I'm kind oh of God. rethinking this. <laughs> now I'm not sure. Uh oh. If anything really okay, bad well, happens, just kidding. To we're gonna we're gonna cut here. We'll get somebody else because. Uh, just kidding, Mason Merritt. What's up, dude? How are you? What buddy? up, boys? How you doing? Sorry for uh, starting the fire in your apartment in a few hours. Yeah. It's yeah, not it's my fault. Suck. I mean, <laughs> I baby proofed it just for myself, so I go. think we're okay. <laughs> say, you don't have any kids. You just is it just for your own safety so you don't like bump your head? No, I do. I, I don't have kids, but I do have a cat. And while I was away from work, Same he thing. managed to turn my oven on, my stove on. So I came in and got oh hit in the god. face. Oh my god! Gas. So I got these little covers and with smiley faces on them because he tried to murder us, I guess. Cats can do that? That's terrifying. I know, he's 16 and he jumped up on the, on the counter and turned on gas knobs. I'm terrified. <laughs> That's <laughs> so genuinely scary. scary. So, um, How many times I, did you have to Google someone from our list and then go, oh, yeah. That, okay, that was part of my criteria. And... <laughs> Then I kind of I scrapped my criteria. I kind of went off vibes. Is is what I ended up doing. Okay. But there were. It's the best way to like judge a few. the show. Okay. Just go off. One vibes. of the one of them I one of them I I knew everybody, but I had some serious issues with them. And the other one I didn't know a couple. And but we'll get into that. But I've yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I had I have thoughts. Uh, Mason, we know you, of course, through the Mad About Movies community. We knew you'd be a good guest for this because as you. Uh, cannot stop reminding us you are semi-adjacent to quote-unquote the industry uh, which i it's annoying that you keep doing air quotes every time you say it I, I um, mean, but I do you do sort of work of sort of kind of in the movies a little time. bit yeah I don't, I don't yeah it's really yeah i mean would you really call the stuff i do in the valley the entertainment business like people don't watch more than a few minutes of it but I mean, I wouldn't, but it seems like you would, and so that's why I felt like it would make sense to to have you on this one. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah. Um. All right, Mason, you you kind of know the deal here, but just in case somebody's joining us uh, for the first time, how this is going to work is I'm going to read these labeled list A and list B, and then Ty and I are going to shut up, uh, and you have the floor. You can talk about picks you like, picks you didn't like. You can be as nice or as rude as possible. It doesn't matter. Um. Be a good time to read out your own list, which I know that you brought. Um, the only thing you have to do, though, is you do have to pick a winner. It does have to be one of our lists. You unfortunately cannot pick your own. Um, if you have any questions about specific actors, which I don't know that you would on this episode um, as opposed to some of our other topics, but in case you do, please address those to me uh, because we have dubbed me the question answerer which is a lot of pressure but we're just trying our best to make sure that you don't know whose list is whose with, uh, before you pick a winner I'm trying to retain some sense of anonymity here with our list Interesting. Um, but if you're ready if there are no further questions comments concerns let's just get right into it i'll read Go these out it. 
Let's say the honorable mentions. The theme is leading actors who are better in that guy roles. Uh, it's Laura Dern, Samuel L. Jackson, and Brad Pitt. Um, onto the list, number 10 is Michael Pena. Nine is Daniel Stern. Eight is Peter Stormare. Seven is Margot Martindale. Six is Harry Dean Stanton. Five is John Turturro. Four is Giancarlo Esposito. Three is Stephen Root. Two is Alan Tudyk. And number one is John Carroll Lynch. List B, the honorable mentions. The theme is That Lady. It's Missy Pyle, Juliette Lewis, and Patricia Clarkson. Um, On to the list. Number 10 is Powers Booth. Nine is Richard Kind. Eight is Neil McDonough. Seven is Gary Cole. Six is Delroy Lindo. Five is Richard Schiff. Four is Bokeem Woodbine. Three is Stephen Tobolowsky. Two is David Koechner. And number one is Walton Goggins. Mason, you have the floor. Mm. The that guy, that girl, that woman in some cases. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an interesting idea for a list, and I hate to give you guys credit for it, but I will, <laughs> against my better judgment. Appreciate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. In that uh, it's kind of all based around perception, I guess, of who, like, oh, of course, like, there's people like, oh, I know Richard Schiff, because I've, I've binged The West Wing three times, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, right. you know, um, like... Uh, Richard Kind, like I think he's, I think he should be in Knives Out three. I and I will die for Richard Kind. Ooh, I think every, I think everybody awesome. in Knives Out three should be Richard Kind, except for Daniel Craig. <laughs> but like Richard Kind, just a bunch of Richard Kind plays like quintuplet. No, 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 different people. Like I want him to, I'm, I want him to really Mike Myers this, but not change anything. Just to just, just change costumes with voice, mannerisms, physicality, everything's the same. It's like, I'm Richard Kind, the veterinarian. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> Honestly, not a bad Richard Kind impression. Yeah, that was a pretty good Richard yeah, Kind. I, 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 see, I, I'm a fan. I really am a fan. So I, I disagree. <laughs> you practice your Richard Kind. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but <clears throat> I did, I, and, I, and because this is always a good, uh, good criteria, I guess, when you're judging a list, comparing it to your own, I only had one overlap. And I want to know, I want to, See, okay. ask you guys who you think it might be just out of curiosity Ooh, Ooh. Um, I, would, I would have to you'd have to go with like a big one right you're answering the question danny i th- i could see john carroll lynch yeah yeah, yeah. being yeah is that it that's it first guess oh my god i win i get an <laughs> automatic point i get it i win <laughs> Uh, yeah, because yeah, he's a classic. When I, when I, yeah, when I think of that of the that guy, like obviously not maybe not obviously because who knows what we've seen him in, but like Zodiac is my entry into the into the JCLCU, um, and <laughs> yeah, as, it, as it's yeah. known, as it's famously and, like, known. I remember, I, I can't remember. I think I saw him in this movie. I'm pretty sure the movie was The Invitation, where he kind of played another creepy okay. role, but it was sort of it was even it was more off base than than Zodiac because he was kind of playing a cool guy that you spoiler alert I guess later find out to be involved in some weird stuff. So it's funny we were talking about it during the episode and John Carroll Lynch's two roles are gentle dad or serial killer. Mm. Yeah. And like not a ton of in between for him which is so it must odd. be interesting with a when you're a with your agent. It's like how either how many kids do I have or what's my body count? Like <laughs> what is it Steve? <laughs> Yeah, you did. You kill like nine people. It's it's a grizzly one. Like, what's up, Steve? Not nah, cheaper by the dozen. Four. You in? Like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, that'd be a fun job. I I think I think being a very niche Hollywood agent would be a re- would be super fun. 
You're a Hollywood agent for only really typecast actors. I feel like it would yeah. be so easy, too. It's like you're only looking for one role, and then you find it. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Oh, the southern semi-racist dude? Yeah, Walton Goggins. I got him right here. He's, He's available. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> you're saying only thing he you does. need somebody to just swear with confidence? <laughs> Let me tell you, there's this guy, Samuel L. Jackson. You would love him. Like... I, I I think that I think that's my I think that should be the three of ours calling is just to 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 form a very the niche the niche Hollywood talent agency where we only we only hire oh. and discover clients that serve a very specific purpose you know yeah like hey hey, Mar- so hey Margo Martindale we've got three roles for you as Texas mother of four <laughs> I'd be so down I feel like I feel like character actors too are just the best hangs. that's true they got to be the best hangs out of. All the types of actors. It's, it, I mean, when yeah. you do that, it's, it's like, it's like you build furniture. You know, you have a very specific purpose. You know the craft. You mm. can, you can nail it. And it's your thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm down. Let's start this agency. I'm so down. <laughs> hey, Alan Tudyk, we need you to come play a grasshopper in this new kids animated movie. Except you don't actually speak. You just make grasshopper noises. Are you down? Yeah, just come in, do some robot voices, and then you're good. And we'll pay you your quit. <laughs> Take like ten minutes. Uh, I want I want to call out two more that I guess I have questions on just in terms of mm-hmm. uh, of why they were chosen I suppose and just general oeuvre I guess um, I will I point out Peter Stormare is like I don't know if this is a mm. phenomenon for anybody anybody else but it's one of mine of like when I hear the name Peter Stormare I read it I always think of like oh. Like the guy from the seventy, who's in a bunch of movies in the seventies that died, and yeah, he's not that. I old. know, and I can't, <laughs> I can't quite like seem to commit it to memory that Peter Stormare is among us, you know, and walks walks these walks these streets, and I don't. Yeah, un- we describe we describe Peter Stormare as the Russian in every movie that have, has ever had a Russian in it, even though he's Swedish, he's not even Russian. Uh, he is the Russian in every movie that's had a Russian, and also he's just dirty. Yeah a lot he's he's always very dirty and that's his role in everything i feel like he was born with that little thing of that you get on your mustache when you smoke cigarettes like that what yellow little thing <laughs> and we all we know we all know that yeah. guy and yeah. Peter Stormare, he's, he's definitely that guy but he's that guy and somehow russian even though he's swedish yeah, yeah he's he's definitely probably out of both lists <clears throat> he's like the one where it's like oh i don't know that name and then you google him and it's like oh yeah okay yeah i know who you're talking about Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Pena. I'm not. That, this doesn't count as one of my three, but Michael Pena is also an interesting one because he really, he really does like. He's the quick hitter. You know, he pops in for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like that's he had the best scene in Ant Man by far, and I was like, that is the perfect amount yeah. of Michael Pena that I need. And I, yeah, we decided his Ant Man or his character in Ant Man is the perfect use of Michael Pena, and he should be in that in every movie that he's yeah. in because he's so same with Ti. I'm really, I'm same really hoping that Ant-Man. he does that for Oppenheimer or something. Where you just like, <laughs> I mean, this is pretty cool. Like, he's yeah. so bizarre, <laughs> so cool. just out, like out of the realm of like what that movie's gonna be about, but would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm so in. Um, let's see, R.I.P. Powers Booth. I have to, I have to say that. Um, and and also mm-hmm. in also living in the and this is interesting because you guys had them on separate lists. Is Neil McDonough also kind of lives in the in the Peter Storm era? sort of niche area mm-hmm. and like of course i knew neil mcdonough what have i seen him in i have no idea but then i'll be watching yep. x thing i'm like oh yeah 
that's yeah we we figured out neil mcdonough is the uh he's the season two villain in the tv show you've been binging yeah. that ups the stakes because he like <laughs> kidnaps a baby which crosses a line because season one villain would have never done yeah. that but he's not the season four villain that's like super powerful he's just the one that you're like oh he's yeah, actually evil villain. he's that in every yeah. show I'm yes. that to a lot of uh, women in the tri-state area of like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I kind of I can I can understand that he was also in a. You gotta you're date Mason the... <laughs> before you find your husband. You're the yeah. you're the Tinder date that they go out with. They're just like I think guys in New York kind of suck, but it, you're not the one where yeah. they're swearing off men they forever. Call... You're, yeah, the you're the one where it's like oh, I gotta really. Settle. They call me the palate cleanser, you know. <laughs> you're the one where they're just like i think i'm almost done with tinder but i'll give it one more shot (laughs) i'm the i'm I'm almost done with men but i'm gonna give it one more shot (laughs) oh goodness dear lord anyways they're not crying they're not crying at home with their roommate they're just like what am i doing with myself that's the base that's the post mason merit date Hmm. i'm 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 reminding myself of the of the Neil McDonough uh, d- filmography, and he did play Lou Gehrig hey. in a Babe Ruth TV movie that I didn't know. Really? I don't. Oh, and I Stephen Lang he played also... Babe Ruth. That's kind of he's a that guy. Oh, and they and one of my yeah. guys also was in that. Wow, that's cool. He's also yeah. in uh, Band of Brothers. Pete Rose is Ty Cobb. That's yeah, a ran- randomly a good guy in Band of don't Brothers, which is odd because I see Neil McDonough and I see villain. Yeah. Like, he played the exact same character in both Yellowstone and Justified, where he was, like, the I'm not from this kind of, like, country living part of the country, uh, but I'm going to come here from the big city and try to ruin your way of life. He was the exact same character in both of those shows. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up on, like, Yellowstone. Oh, my God. Of course he, he will. I literally just said he was in oh, Yellowstone. Yeah. He played that exact oh. character in Yellowstone. Oh, okay. I mean... Yeah. I just heard he, just fine. He showed up on season two and was like worse than the season one villain, but is not as bad as the current villain that I'm watching <laughs> in season three. He's literally the exact character we've been describing in that show. I, I have, yeah. I do have one more question, and that is on the topic yeah. of one of my favorites of all time, uh, Daniel Stern. I haven't seen him in anything mm-hmm. else but the Home Alone films. Am I missing something, or is he like really? A very, he was in he was in City Slickers. Um, have you missing. seen Rookie of the Year? Yeah, where big ranking. Oh, right. He is right. a uh, the Chicago Cubs pitching coach that uh, tries to coach this like twelve year old how to be a major league baseball pitcher. Interesting. He's he. It, listen, it's not a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah. He locks himself into a storage closet like three different times during big <laughs> league games, so he can't go actually go out and coach. He keeps telling this twelve year old to throw the stinky cheese when he wants him to throw faster. Yeah, it's great, always great role from Daniel Stern. Always just like shoves sunflower seeds. Like he throws it to his mouth when it's only about like <laughs> six inches away from his mouth and misses about half the time. I got. I do have yeah, to watch that. Great Daniel Stern. Role. I do. I really do. I got to oh, get around so to it. What a. Mm-hmm. It sucks, and I love it. Best <laughs> use of the phrase "funky butt loving" of mm-hmm. any film in history. But again, mm-hmm. we haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, so like. <laughs> Like, come on. I can, I, Peña, I, I can see Michael Pena saying funky butt loving during Oppenheimer. 
No, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be Oppenheimer when the bomb goes off. He's just gonna whisper "funky butt loving" and then make <laughs> eye contact with the camera. <laughs> I, but it'll it's be Killian Murphy, so it's gonna so be kind of hot. So it'll be an you you're never gonna be mad about. I am it. become death, master of funky butt loving. <laughs> That's because I'd watch that movie. I would have, absolutely. <laughs> You want to get me to go watch that over Barbie? That's how you do. Try <laughs> lying this in. Oh my gosh, what a day that's gonna be! I'm gonna double feature Oppenheimer. I already, I already, cl- which I already called that day off. Like I'm, I'm sorry, I can't which, work. Which one are you going to first? What's the order? You gotta go. You gotta go Oppenheimer first, because I feel like Barbie's gonna be like the the cool down. Because I'm gonna be, gonna be super amped up for Barbie though. Maybe. Like, I'm gonna see Barbie twice, and then I'll think about going to see Oppenheimer if he's lucky. <laughs> What a, that's going to be a day. Dang, 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 dang. Anyway, okay, anyways, um, onto the lists themselves. Do you want me to pick one, or do you want me to give mine first, or would that give it away? Up Whichever. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... I'd say pick, pick, one, pick one first, and then give your okay. list, I think. Uh, hmm. It kind of opens us up to talk about it a yeah, little I gotta more, go... if, if we know who the winner is. I got to go with list B. I really do. Ah, yes, dude. Dang it. I'm sorry. I, I can't. <laughs> Thank you. I deserve this. I earned this it, You know what? You know what did Suck it for it me is I think John Turturro and Giancarlo Esposito are, they're too notable to be that guys. I think that was your mistake. Here, here's the thing. For us, they're not that guy actors, but for the general populace, they're definitely that guy actors. Like Giancarlo, I think if you're talking to some random person on the street, they only know him as Gus from Breaking Bad. Yeah, but he's in Mandalorian And John Turturro. Like he's, you know, I think he's yeah. popping. Maybe in a year or two, he wouldn't be that. He, the, the case might be more blurred, but I still do think he's, he's kind of got the two things, you know? And I, for me, for yeah. me, for my list, popping up in, in a random prestige movie every few years and like crushing it is kind of a big, it's a, it's a fairly big uh, uh, requirement for me. And I just, and yeah, so I just, I couldn't get there with, uh, with him with that one and uh what was the other one and john Turturro, yeah he's just john too Turturro. he's yeah. too no he's too well known at this point i think he, he has an oscar nomination probably he was in batman like i don't know mm-hmm. i liked it i like i did like that list harry dean santon was a great one. Oh yeah yeah he was he's i think he's like probably like just pound for pound probably the best mm-hmm. that guy actor of all time but yeah yeah he's a good pretty one. iconic the honorable mentions also are interesting of Leading actors who are better into that guy role. Yeah, hmm. I like Brad Pitt in in a supporting role more than a leading yeah. role. Same with, I mean, I love Laura Dern. I think she's really good in supporting. Same mm-hmm. with, yeah, same with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Hmm. And let's be, you know, <clears throat> is it Hollywood not liking women, or is it? internalized misogyny who knows but i did not i had to google who knows all three of those uh, of those women so and just to remind myself but you, did you recognize them immediately when you googled them like you've definitely seen each of them in quite a few oh things. yeah patricia clarkson 100 mm-hmm. percent. i was like oh man she was so good in whatever it may be like oh that oh actually i was just watching the easy a clip of stanley tucci doing like what yeah. the other day so i was like oh yeah yeah patricia clarkson. <laughs> yeah yeah, she's great in that. Can, we, can you go do a Stanley you know, Tucci can you do rankings of top ten appeared. Stanley Tucci film moments? I think that'd be necessary. Oh yeah, 
We could do that. We're huge Tucci fans. Stanley Tucci. He also Tucci. like randomly appeared. Like we Google a lot. Like we'll Google like that guy actors before we we'll do an episode. He appeared on like a lot of lists. And I was like, okay, what are we doing here? I think he's, he's too big guy. to be a that guy actor for sure. He's like more famous as himself than like any of the roles he has. So there's no way he could appear on this That's list. True. It's a fair point. Have you seen Stanley Tucci's TikTok? He just like he cooks it. Mediterranean food with his wife and it yeah. rules. It's the best I TikTok content Stanley there Tucci. is. I would uh, love right. for Stanley Tucci to like adopt me for a day mm-hmm. just so I could like be his son for a day. That would be you know, cool. you know how I, I can't remember if it's which which law it is, but you know how in the world in science, like every action has to have an equal and opposite reaction. I think mm-hmm. that's Stanley yeah. Tucci and Neil McDonough. I really I, <laughs> for every just lovable yeah. dude. I can't watch Stanley Tucci in a movie and not trust him immediately. Yeah, yeah. And the same yeah, with Neil McDonough. McDonough's the exact yeah. opposite. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're both kind of you know. Yeah. you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna workshop can't, that one. Can't look at him and can't look at him and not assume he's about to murder the main character's baby. Exactly. Yeah, lovely bones, notwithstanding. <laughs> he's gonna, of course. Neil McDonough's gonna show up and kick a dog, and you're like, "What the hell? Things are <laughs> that's messed up, dude. You're not cool like the season one villain who's just like, well, yeah, he was trying to kill the villain, but he wasn't gonna like mess with kids and stuff." Yeah. <laughs> Neil McDonough, he's not he has not taken his I am a really good playing at playing villains as well as uh, Christoph Waltz has. I do have to say that. Oh yeah, yeah. Lessons to be Certainly. learned there. Um, but yeah, so good list B, B for Danny. Thank you, thank you. I just I deserve this. I I've earned it. I'm one step further away from having to watch super old crappy movies. So thank you. This feels Scores, good. I, th- I believe the score is tied right wow. now. I think we're tied. I think it's two to two. That's. Thank you. Earn this. Um, Mason, uh, I would love to hear your list, please. Will do. Uh, by the way, Walton... Hold on, let me get my phone Walton, out so I can Google Walton Goggins <laughs> was my... Uh, I want to put this on the list, but I'll get yelled at, so I'm surprised. I was I was shocked that it was number one here. Why would you get yelled at? I love Walton yeah, Goggins. We, the implication yeah, that, that people don't guy. know who Walton Goggins is, you know? Yeah, I think he. I think he's the ultimate. Like, oh, he was really good in that one thing, but I don't remember what his name is. Type, because he's never. He's never like very close to being the lead actor. Like even in Righteous Gemstones, he's like what fourth build, fifth build, something yeah, like that. Vice so. Principles is the closest thing he's gotten to being the yeah. lead. Yeah, and that no and Justified, that. and I, that and Justified, neither of those are very big mm-hmm. shows. Yeah, so. not for like a try. And he had Predators and Cowboys and Aliens in back to back years, and both of those totally Ooh, flamed he was, out. He was really good. Predators, I kind of like Predators. I know. I, Cowboys and yeah. Aliens. Both of those should have been more successful than they were. But Yeah. Paul yeah. and Goggins. Oh, yeah, he was an Ant-Man, too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like the the second bad guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. There were like three bad guys. Yeah. He's really good at being like a sort of likable bad guy. Yeah. He's great at that. A lot of CSI in here. <laughs> I can see one. that. Tough Tough, Alden. Listen, they they must have done an episode in oh, the South. That would have been such a no, good No, it was CSI I Miami and Crime Scene Investigation. So that that's when you know oh, you got it. So I I can see him being a like a Florida redneck. That would be that such a good sense. bit if you if someone only did CSI actors. <laughs> Gosh dang it. I can't kick you myself. Honestly, probably would be pretty easy. They just like are swimming through a never-ending pool of that guy actors. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Number. Two, I didn't do any honorable mentions, but I guess consider Walton Goggins one of them. Um, All right. Uh, number 10. I actually, I don't know. I might get yelled at for this. I put in uh, Shea Wiggum. 
No, no idea who that is. He was in uh, he was in Joker. Shea Wiggum. He's like he's kind of smarmy. He's kind of got that that uh, Walton Goggins. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's very smarmy. Is a good way to put it. He's a douche. And yeah. I mean, th- this says it all. He was in. in he was his. Good. He had a four movie run oh, of yeah. Silver Linings Playbook, Fast Six, American Hustle, and Wolf of Wall Street. Like, come on. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's that to yeah, me. That's peak that guy. Wolf of Wall Street. Big action movie, yeah. Oscar drama movie, two sort of Scorsese crime epics. I know American Hustle and Scorsese, but it pretty much was. But yeah, yeah, that's Solid. a great pick. I, I like, and I like him. I like. I'm always like, oh yeah, Shea Wiggum, nice. Like he sh- also he's gonna be in the new. Next- I've, I've never heard his name in my entire life. No so. man, yeah. Wiser, buckle up. You know what his next three credits are? Spider Man mm-hmm. Across the Spider Verse, and then the next two Mission Impossibles. Dang. Whoa! Okay, Shay Wiggum about to become a very big part of my life. Apparently, <laughs> ooh, I bet he's gonna play like the the guy who works. Wait, for wait, wait. Sorry, can I tell you what his either. name is gonna be, and you guys are gonna love it? Jasper yes. Briggs. Ooh, that's such a that's, that's yeah, such a Shay Wiggum name. I love it. Yeah, that's a really good generic bad guy name. I think. I don't see. I don't think he's gonna be the bad guy. I think he's gonna be the guy. Like the who, bad guy's assistant. No, he's he's gonna like work for the CSI, and he's mm. trying to like eliminate the Mission Impossible branch of the I government. Guess. Like that's what he's trying to do. I Man, I, I think I might have put him too low because he also had, he had First Man, Bad Times of the El, El Royale, and Sicario: Day of the Soldado oh, yeah. all in a row. Man, Shea Wiggum rules. See, that's that's the that's the yeah, ultimate that guy. That's a great pick. I might have to move him up. This this list, the list of this is irrelevant, probably. Once. Yeah, hey, well, welcome to every single episode of the show where <laughs> every week I have one that I'm like I'm talking about. I'm like, that should have been way higher. What am I doing? It's, it's yeah. That's a good ways. one. All right, what's your number nine? Uh, John Carroll Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, okay. great pick. Uh, eight, I went with Bill Camp. Bill Camp. He was also in – he was in Joker. He played one of the cops with Shea Wiggum. Yep. Just kind of – yeah, he has he has uh, old man cop face yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. That's good. I love, I'm always down for some uh, for some Bill Camp. Let's go. Oh, he's really good in uh, in the night of mm. that uh, that John Turturro, Riz Ahmed, uh, HBO Max like limited series. It was uh, based off the Serial podcast. Mm. Oh yeah 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 yeah. No, he's he rules. I like I like Bill Camp. Um. Seven for me is John Ortiz. John Ortiz. I base is that guy. Uh, he yep. has like a tiny role in Steve Jobs where he plays like this journalist who talks yes. to Steve at all the launches. And he has like maybe 20 lines. Not maybe not even that. He's in the movie for eight minutes. And you're just like, oh, yeah, that was that was well. That was well performed. He also was in Fast Six and Silver Linings Playbook. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, I'm just telling that guy, man. He's in Bumblebee, yeah. which I liked more than most people, mm-hmm. I think. He's also in the Miami Vice remake. Of course. Everybody was in the Miami Vice remake. One of the great movies <laughs> of all time. Not sure if he was a fiend from Ojitos, but we'll look into it. Um, this Okay, six for me is a bit, but the more I thought about it, the more true it is. And it's Don't, Dermot Mulroney or Dylan McDermott, but most specifically yeah. Dermot Mulroney. There it is. Because... I yeah, have, we've had this. I have seen. <laughs> I, I'm going to bring it back to Zodiac again. I've seen that movie so many times. It's one of my favorites of all time. Super rewatchable for weird reasons, I guess. And every time I see him in the movie, I'm like, who is that guy? 
And I've seen it so many times. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Dermot Mulroney. Because he's not in it that much. And he has one scene where he just, like, yells at Mark Ruffalo's character and is like, you want a hug? I'm like, ah, Dermot, let's go. Yeah, I did. At the, at the beginning of every episode, I do a tie as the whatever to my whatever. Like this episode, he was the David Crumholtz to my Timothy Oliphant. Um, he definitely pointed out that I should have done the Dylan McDermott to my Dermot Mulroney, but <laughs> I feel like we've stolen enough things from the Mad About Movies guys. Who, who, I agree. Who you can put those in the same from, spot. Uh, late night NBC com, uh, programming. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think you can put both of them in the same spot because they play the same actor yeah. in every movie. Yeah. I, I, for my, for my purposes. Just such a bizarre. That's got to be just a Hollywood bit. I think so. Right? That they their names sound similar and they always go out for the same role. Like, they have to be best friends. Like, every movie role that it's, like, perfect for them, they're at. They're like, oh, what's up, dude? You just have to assume that casting directors at this point have, like, written down sometimes. Like, looking for, like, a Dylan McDermott Mulroney type guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's cashing them checks, boys. Dylan Mulroney has a great – or Dermot Mulroney has a great uh, uh, Righteous Gemstones uh, part in the first season. Mm-hmm. Strong. Very strong. He looks a lot right, different than he did in Zodiac. Interesting. Yeah, he went cool. He he's going cooler with like the slicked back Peaky Blinders haircut. Yeah, a lot. But you know, it's a good look for him. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, f- five might be a little controversial because he is very like okay. there is nobody in Hollywood like him. But I think, I think he's a that guy only because of his of who he's related to. So I went with Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle uh, Murray. Do I know who this person is? Oh, okay. He's Bill Murray's younger brother. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this is a yeah, great yeah. pick. Like, yeah, yeah. He's and he's gonna be that guy because you don't you don't look at him and he doesn't look anything like Bill. I mean he does, but like no. the vibes are completely different. He's got this crazy, ratchety, kind of scratchy voice, and he's kind of short, and Bill's sort of tall and like Bill, you know? But he just kind of jumps yeah. into a bunch of stuff. Like he was in my favorite movie, JFK, playing Jack Ruby, and I'll never forget that. And he was also in Groundhog Day, like and Wayne's World the next year. So like, yeah, yeah, that's how I would describe him to people. Like I wouldn't know his name. I'd be like, you know, that guy. He's the he owns the arcades in Wayne's yeah. World. He's got the crazy voice. <laughs> yeah, I always picture him as like the uptight dad. Oh no, he's to me he's, he's the like zany side too- character. I, I don't think I've seen him as a dad. I just think of it maybe not dad, but I I just feel like he's the guy who's like really mad at the youths in your town for skateboarding too much you know also that's what i picture also i think important to 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 getting the dad the that guy you know vibe is he was in a lot of kids movies in the late 90s and early 2000s like dennis Mm -hmm. menace dr doolittle Stuart little snow dogs like you know he's just one of those dudes that people put in like oh he makes a funny voice kids like funny voices and boom there you go residuals baby that's yeah. a great pick because I, I i knew that he was bill murray's brother i did not know that his name was brian doyle murray yeah me either he's oh, also the good. isn't he the boss in christmas vacation maybe i'm not i haven't seen that <gasps> i i can't i can't oh, do wow. chase i really can't that's fair yeah, that's, yeah that's i fair. just yeah he was that yep that's a good excuse yeah. i'm I, I drew a line a line in the sand a long time ago uh number four is I'm actually I'm legitimately surprised he's not on your guys' list just because he's so Texas, but also I was like yeah maybe they maybe he's too well known to them, and it's like of course it's 
Tim Blake Nelson, you know? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought you were about to would... go with Taylor Kish. <laughs> no, you don't get to be that guy when you flamed out on six franchises as the lead. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> okay, whoa. Don't talk about Riggins that way. You can't, this is not a safe place yeah. to talk about Riggins like that. This is not the time nor the place. Uh, yeah, no, I think Tim Blake Nelson is good. He, I, he, I thought he was maybe a little too well-known for my list, but you're right. That might just be very specifically because of what I That's watch. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, like he's just. Yeah. I also know him. His yeah, his really well, his so. Wikipedia is like his IMDb or whatever. It's like it's a mile wide and it's an inch deep. He just pops in. He's gonna be in. He's <laughs> gonna be in Dune coming up, which is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Wait, he's gonna be a dude. What is he doing in Dune? Oh, everyone's he, in no, Dune. No, he, he replaced Austin Butler, so it's gonna be it's gonna be Tim Blake Nelson right, and Florence Pugh as the as the two right. freaking <laughs> siblings. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I I googled him and uh, he is from Tulsa, Oklahoma, which makes sense because he's the most Tulsa, Oklahoma person. I mean, he was existed. in Watchmen, so yeah. yeah. A lot. Makes if you look at my list, a lot of these sense. people were in either Lincoln, JFK, or Steve Jobs. So you know, those are my yeah. So that's that says a lot about me, I guess. But uh, also, wait. So is awesome? Is awesome Butler actually out of Dune? No, 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 no. I was making a joke. Because they. Oh, thank God. What, I was... Well. I want to see Elvis in space because he can't get rid of. No, the what I, I made that joke because there was one of those like fake discussing film accounts going around saying he was replaced because he couldn't stop doing the Elvis voice and it just was ruining everything. <laughs> well, listen don't make here. him stop. Let him keep doing it. It would be awesome. His voice coach said that he can't get out of it. Did you? Did y'all see that? The voice Which coach said he was stuck. So I just wanted him to be doing the Elvis it's voice so for the weird. rest of his life. Like it just—it's the It's the—it's the Oscars campaign that just never ends. Like, oh, <laughs> listen, he a Batman. Uh, like, you know, come on. <laughs> uh, okay, three, number three for me is the most Mason pick because if you're making a spy anything, really, you're kind of contractually obligate, obligated to put Simon, Simon McBurney in there. And I love him. He was in Tinker Tailor. Big one for me. He voiced Creature in Harry Potter. Uh, he was in Mich- he was one of the Mission Impossible movies. He was in the play- the Pale Blue Eye, which just came out. Not a spy movie, but he's just very he fits perfectly within the spy genre. And I just he I just I think he's a that guy. I I, I do not know this conjuring- person. Yeah, I'm like looking I'm looking at pictures of him, and I just have zero recognition. <laughs> See, perfect. Like, like whatsoever. I've seen the Mission Impossible movies, and I like vaguely recognize these stills, but I, oh yeah, I, he's, I don't recognize this dude even. He rules. He's just a, he's got the most forgettable face I've ever seen. He's, he's very British. He's like a, oh, he's big time. he looks yes, very exactly. British. He's the MI6 <laughs> yeah. guy in uh, like Ghost Protocol, Rogue or Nation. Like they talk on a bench, Rogue you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's just. He's just—he's the most British person looking at British-looking person I've ever he's seen. He's still—he's not a—he's sixty-five, so he's not a young chicken. But like ten years uh-huh. from now, you're gonna be like, "Wow, Simon McBurney was in every British thing for like ever." <laughs> like it's—it's it's pretty yeah. amazing. Okay. And I—I just—I also can sometimes I can't like what was his name again? But yeah, I love him. Conjuring Two—he's also surprisingly just, good in that. He's kind of got a, like a little bit role. You, 
you look up Simon McBurney, it says theater actor on Google. It doesn't even say like actor or film actor. It says exactly. theater actors, which makes a lot of sense. He was like, when Mark Rylance decided to make the switch to film, they're like, we need somebody yeah. like Mark Rylance, but not as expensive. Simon McBurney. <laughs> but not Mark Rylance. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. The poor That's, man's Mark he's, Rylance. He's the Dollar General Mark Rylance. That's <laughs> <laughs> There's a British translation there to go with their money and, and uh, military ranks, but I can't think of it. Uh, <laughs> the pound general? Do they no, have that? they have generals. You can't say pound general. You can't say that. That's no, not an okay that thing. Please don't say that. I don't like that at all. Does Britain even have a military? Let's be real here. Like, if Prince Harry was qualified to serve, <laughs> yeah. can we really call that a military? No, they just have Oh, comparisons of centers. ranks. Oh, it's a general. Okay. All right. Every, general is everywhere. All right, I guess some things. So it'd be the pound. It would Stop. Be the pound you can, don't say it again. Don't say it again. <laughs> would really prefer that you didn't. It makes me uncomfortable when you say it. <laughs> Simon right, Bernie, shout out. Pick. He's the best. Um, two, I think he's he's getting out of that guy territory, but he still hasn't done like the big, the big meaty sort of leading role that would make you know him. And I think he's even nominated for an Oscar probably, but Michael Stuhlbarg. He's also in the in the Steve Jobs uh, rotation as well. Michael Stuhl. S T U H L. He looks like Joaquin exactly. Phoenix, but like, yeah. but like, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. okay, yeah. He's like kind of this. He's either like a skeevy dad or a skeevy bad guy. Like if Joaquin way. Phoenix had gotten beat up a few yeah. times. He's actually really good in Call Me by Your Name as the dad. Mm. Where, it's like probably his only role where he's not a skeevy. Yeah. He was in the post with Spielberg. <laughs> a right, popped into Arrival. He's in the MCU. He was in Steve Jobs. Like, you know, he just he's the he's the lead in a Serious Man, right? Yeah, Serious Man's awesome. I think yeah. that might have been where his nomination came from. So like, I don't know. He was in Arrival. Yeah, apparently? yeah. He was the military guy, which was very against type for him because he doesn't. He's not very yeah. threatening. I guess he's just this kind of yeah. five foot eight guy. So. Yeah. Me? Uh, but Good pick. Yeah, big fan. Um, <laughs> I think I... That's that's Mason's self-insert pick. <laughs> he just like, wanted to have somebody who really represented him, so it was Michael Stuhlbarg. <laughs> Shout out to Stuhls. I love him. I, whenever he's using something, I just get super psyched. And I guess you kind of toe the line of, like, is it a Mason, that guy? Or, like, in general, surmising what the general public sees as that guy. So, I don't know. Ooh, who, who is he in Men in Black? Who knows? I never. Oh, he's in. <laughs> was he in the new one? Yeah, I know. He's been in like three. It says Men in Black. He, they have him. Oh, that's just Google. It just has Men in Black on there. Yeah, he's in. The exactly. You, you'll watch it again. Yeah. You still won't notice him. He's that. He's that good. Same year as Lincoln, where he was awesome. So Lincoln, great movie. A oh, lot of yeah. that guy's in Lincoln. Uh, yes. Number one is if you guys. I don't know if you guys what your process is. If you like Googled that guy's to like for inspiration, but. He was the first one that came to mind, and I was somewhat pleasantly surprised to see that he was in a bunch of other ones. Um, this is a this is a, that guy who has also was also in Zodiac, crushed it. He is dead right now, R.I.P. So the that guyingness has sadly come to an end. But he's another one of those three named guys that just pops into places. I'm like, ah, oh, that was awesome, or that was the perfect amount of this person that I, I really needed. And it's Philip Baker Hall. Philip Baker Hall rules. Ooh, oh yeah, yes. Yeah. He hasn't. He hasn't really yeah, won really anything. Good. He's never had a standout role, but he'll give you five, ten, fifteen minutes of just quality acting, and 
who go do the next awesome thing. And you're just always psyched to see him. He has the best Seinfeld cameo of any of the guest stars when he plays Bookman, <laughs> the guy who works for the library, who, like, hunts yeah. down people who haven't paid their overdue their overdue fees. He is so good yes. at Yes, 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 yes. 100% there. Agree. I love him so much. Yeah, Gosh, that's, that's a great a pick. One. He's always really good when he shows up. He's in a lot of um, PTA movies. Yeah, yep. He had uh, Insider, Magnolia. Insider is Ma- Mike Mann, of course, but Magnolia. Yeah, Boogie Nights. Yeah, Truman Show. He he didn't even have a name in the Truman Show. He was just some random guy. He's awesome in it. <laughs> Air Force One. He played the Attorney General. Like, let's go, let's go, yes. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good really one. Good. Philip yeah. Baker Hall's an awesome. That that to me was like, oh, Philip Baker Hall, and then let's do the rest of the list. You know, I'll figure out everybody else later. But yeah, Philip Baker. That was me with Walton Goggins, pretty much yeah. immediately. Yeah, same with John Carroll. It's a hell of a living, you know, being <sighs> of that guy. Just God, it's got to be such be a great actor. God, that's that's just like a dream job. It's like that and like being a hype man for like a rapper. Like <laughs> it just seems so easy, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, Mason, good list. Do you have any any more thoughts on that guy actors or on our list specifically before we get on to emails? Um, no, I just pay. You know, pay, tip your that guys. You know. <laughs> they... <laughs> appreciate yeah. your that guys they get, okay. they get a salary but let's agree it's not often quite enough yeah. to what they bring to, for us so maybe just remember a few names every yeah. now and then. if you see brian Doyle murray walking down the plenty. street just throw him a lincoln palm it right to him he deserves it he worked he's worked hard there there's there's one guy that we left off our list it was, it was barely one that missed mine mm. but Luis guzman great yeah. that guy yeah actor. I think I think enough people know his name that he maybe doesn't qualify, which is why he was not on my list. But I do agree he is a that guy actor. His his like reoccurring bit in Community where he's like really only in one episode is so yeah. good. And when they're the dean is like, oh, I loved you in blah blah blah, and they give him a phone, he just goes IMDb, <laughs> <laughs> just reads the first thing he sees. Oh man, that's such a good bit. It's really good. Uh, okay, we got a couple emails this week. First one, Describ is back. Oh. Who still won't tell us still won't tell us his name. Describ, uh, who are Ryan. Signs him as Describ. Uh, <laughs> Describ says, uh, hey Rank Kings, I'm starting to have trouble thinking of introduction paragraphs for these things, so I'm just gonna get it in my list. I didn't rank them because how even, which it's is true. fair. Ranking it's hard to rank is dumb guy, and I, I hate it. As, yeah. Agreed. Strong agree. Um first one they mentioned is Richard Iowade. Ooh. Uh, the hamster from the bad guys, Jerry from Soul, Mr. Pickles from Box Trolls, the ice cream cone from Lego Two Me. Oh two, yeah, Lego Movie the Two. The nerdy guy with the glasses. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, yep. that's a good one. That's a really yeah. good one. He's, he's a big deal in the IT crowd, no. I think. Right. Yep. He's also in. There's a like panel game show in the UK called Big Fat. Yes, yeah, the memes. Um, I know him from the memes. With yes. James, James Acaster. I think yes. Look yeah. up. Look up those episodes where he's mm. on it, and he's always the best part of it. Yeah, Richard Iowa is really funny. Um, next one is John Mulaney. No, uh, no, I they think said, he's too. Do you big. remember? The, does nobody remember the Olivia Wilde discourse? Or not the Olivia Wilde, the Olivia Munn discourse? Like he's fu- he's a tabloid yeah. guy now. He said kind of cheating because a lot of people know him, but he's in a surprisingly small amount of movies. Mm-hmm. The only movies that I saw he was in on Letterboxd that weren't comedy specials were Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, and Spider Verse. 
which makes sense, but it's also because he's not an actor. He's a comedian. Yeah, it's more that yeah. voice. So it's hard, to, it's hard to call him a that guy actor yeah. when he's a stand-up comedian who's been in a few movies. Yeah, I think comedi- stand-up comedians are almost exempt from this list because you know them as yeah. them. Like Bill Burr, he has a lot of yeah. that guy roles, but you know him as Bill Burr, so he can't be that guy. Louis yeah. C.K. Yeah, that's right. So on. Yeah. Um, the last one they listed was Pam Ferris. Said, I'm not aware if a lot of people know this actor, but she has a pretty familiar face. She appears in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban as Aunt Marge and in, Mat- and in Matilda as Mrs. Trunchbull. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've seen her in quite a few things. She's a British lady, number three. In yeah, she's like the British stuff, Margot Martindale. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she's Pam Ferris is mean in most of the stuff that she's in, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, British moms are mean. You didn't know that? That's I, I now now I'm I just making something up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I don't think that's based on anything. Uh, Descript goes on. I couldn't really think of ten because it's a pretty obscure topic. However, I look forward to your 2022 movies episode, um, where I will most likely just put ten animated movies because that's the majority of what I watch. <laughs> um, all I have to say to your response about Jim Carrey is that physical comedy is indeed not for everyone. And I myself more enjoy his non-physical comedic roles more than his physical comedic roles as well. So that's understandable. I'm rambling at this point. Looking forward to the episode. You're probably at least 12th biggest fan, Descript. That's a little generous. Listen, Descript, you're not going to get us to like Jim Carrey. So just... Descript, I I endorse Jim Carrey in all forms. So you have a a friend here. When he talked out of his butt, I was I went to a different dimension (laughs) when I was six years old, and I and I stayed there. Me too, and it was hell. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like it. It was weird. Speaking Um, of our twenty twenty two movies, my list is finalized. mm. So interesting. I've got Infinity Pool is a twenty twenty three movie. Do you realize that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Well, I have it for one through ten. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's kind of the only movie he's going to talk about. Um, I think the only ones I can think of that I haven't seen that like, like Babylon is a was a big release that it's I keep getting be. told I'm not going to like, and You're I believe you. Babylon has two it's awesome scenes, not. and the rest, the remaining two yeah. hours and forty five minutes are not good. I know I'm not going to like it, but enough people like it that I feel like I have to see it before I finalize anything. Other than that, though. Top, it's not going to make your top ten, so you can wait on it. That could be like yeah. you can wait like if you want to watch it for the Oscars, maybe. It got nominated for like one. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah, I don't maybe. think it got, no, it got a few nominations. Not not as okay. many as it would it it was prognosticated to. Yeah. yeah. But it's not going to make your top no. ten. I can't think of much um, of much else that I haven't seen that I need to before I finalize my top ten list. I think. Have I'm you seen well. Top Gun? That was pretty good. I did see Top Gun Maverick. That's actually the only movie I plan on talking about. So ties, we normally do like a top ten plus an honorable mentions. I only saw one top movie one, this year, and, and then... I saw it three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> times. So it's gonna be a really good episode, guys. Um. Last movie is from it's from Jaeger, our buddy Jaeger. Classic Jaeger. Uh, one of my favorites. Always send in really good emails. Uh, so this is much harder than I thought it would be, and I undoubtedly spent way too much time on this. I've got an, a list of another 15 to 20 actors and actresses that didn't even make the cut. My honorable mentions are, quote-unquote, that guy slash gal done good. Mm. These are actors or actresses who, to me, sta- started as that guys. Okay. I recall seeing many times earlier in their careers and simply thinking I've seen that guy before, but now they've blossomed into household names. Uh, their honorable mentions are Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm, no. Ooh, yeah. Which no. 
I could see he had a few early on kind of that yeah, guy roles he, that maybe you didn't know his name. He pretty quickly became like American Daniel Day Lewis. So I, I disagree with that one. But to Beauty's in the I, Eye of the for, Beholder, for f- I guess. For like film lovers, I think so. I think average movie liker. You gotta remember, this isn't a movie podcast, so I think like a lot of our listeners aren't film people, yeah. and I think a lot of movie likers True. don't know the name Philip Seymour Hoffman. Maybe. Um, <sighs> next one is Jack Black. Yeah, which sort of I can see, but I think I I think he pretty early on got out of the, that guy if he ever was one. Um, this last one is Catherine Hahn. Which yeah. makes sense. She was certainly that guy actor for early yeah. on, but has become become not so much anymore. You that could probably sense. do that a lot with a lot of the SNL mm, yeah, true. people through the years. That makes sense. Um, all right, Jaeger's list is number 10 is Chris Ellis. Yeah, good one. He's the first the first manager of the Anaders in that thing you do. Uh, guy who loses bet in My Cousin Vinny, Armageddon, Apollo 13, Con Air. Solid. That's a good one. Nine is... Nine is Dwayne Davis, a sports movie specialist. He was Alvin Mack in the program, mm. Jerry Johnson in Little Big League, uh, Necessary Roughness, Digstown, Under Siege, Beetlejuice. Yeah, a lot of sports movies mm. for him. Um, and so, if I, Ty, you've seen him in a bunch of stuff, I know for certain. I'm just pulling up uh, – I keep Googling Dwayne Davis, and I just keep pulling up a basketball player. D-U-A-N-E uh, yeah, space Davis. He's Jerry in Little Big League. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah. They ask him to be the hitting coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, eight. I need you guys. To Are you sure this. he wasn't Ellen, the guy who was involved, implicating the murder of Tupac Shakur? <laughs> yeah, that also. Who knows? Dude. That also came He's up for li- me. Could have lived a lot of lives. He's a complicated <laughs> fellow. <laughs> he was a little big um, league. And he also may have murdered Tupac Shakur. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to Google this one because I think this is an incredible pick. Uh, eight is Ellen Albertini Dow. It's like Albert I N I Dow D O W. Oh, she's a crazy. She's crazy grandma. She's a crazy grandma on like a lot of things. The old meatball lady and wedding singer. Mm. Yeah, Uh, fifty four, ready to rumble, road trip, wedding crashers. They just kept bringing her on to these comedy, these like, yeah, two thousands comedies as crazy grandma. This is such a funny. So good. Yeah, that's a good. I love this from Yeager. Um, seven is Laurie Metcalf. Oh, that's. I think she's bigger. I think she's maybe it's just because we're a little more plugged in, but I think she's maybe bigger than that guy. But I get it. Uh, Aunt Jackie and Roseanne, Uncle Buck, Scream Two, Runaway Bride, Lady Bird, Big Bang Theory, Dropout, Voice of Andy's Mom, and yeah. See, that's a lot of like important pop cultural things that she's sort of flying in under the radar slightly. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, Six is Troy Evans, always popping up in eighties and nineties movies. I watched as a kid, usually a cop. Um, he's an Ace Ventura, Teen Wolf, Planes, oh. Trains, and Automobiles, yeah. Halloween Five, Under Siege, Leap of Faith, Demolition Man. Good one. Um, it's a great pick. Yeah, uh, he's always five. like the drunk, the drunk cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, five is Dietrich Bader. He's Rex in Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> Neighbor Lawrence in Office Space, Jethro in the Beverly Hillbillies movie, Jalen, Bo- Jane Silent Bob Strike yes. Back, Eurotrip, Drew Carey Show, ton of voice acting. That's a very fun That's good. pick. He's really good in Veep too. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. I love that from Jaeger. Uh, four is Alana Eubach. Played a teen in many movies in the 90s, but never reached the stardom of, of others. Marsha's best friend in the Brady Bunch movie. Uh, Renaissance Man, Sister Act 2, Airborne, Legally Blonde, Waiting, Bad Teacher. I feel like I have to Google this one while I'm reading because I feel like I know the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> she played Janine yeah. Pirro in Bombshell. <laughs> yeah. <she's- laughs> Incredible. She also. She also plays uh, 
the the prostitute in the episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they remake uh, Pretty Woman. <laughs> Roxy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, three is Richard Lineback, uh, Lance Harbour's dad in Varsity Blues. Oh, He's yeah. in pretty much every 80s TV show. He's in Speed, Natural Born Killers, Twisted, Tin Cup, Ready to Rumble. Big that guy in the 90s. Yeah, he kind of plays like um, – who is – the guy on your list, Danny, that plays Ricky Bobby's dad. <laughs> oh, Gary Cole. Yeah, he kind of plays those roles. Yeah, where he's just like drunk Southern dad who's obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. Richard Lineback, well, funny pick. Um, number two is Beth Grant, Helen, aka the lady who tries to get off the bus in Speed. Oh, and Donnie Darko, <laughs> the the Patrick Swayze lady. Oh, oh that's a good one. Yeah. Yes, I I no she idea what so her many. name is. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, Beth Grant, so The Mindy Project, The Office, Extract, No Country for Old Men, Little Miss Sunshine, The Rookie. Dang. She plays a lot of like Bible-beating, annoying Christian roles. She was yeah. randomly in The Artist. I love that. <laughs> Just Helen A.K., the lady who tries to get off the bus and speed. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, my God, I know exactly who this woman is. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, and number one, this is a good pick, Blake Clark. He's part of Adam Sandler's crew, usually plays a dad in Happy Madison films, the indecipherable Cajun coach in overalls and the yes. Waterboy, St. Elmo's Fire, Ladybugs, The Mask, Little Nicky, Joe Dirt, Mr. Deeds, became the voice of Slinky Dog in Toy Story 3 and 4, mm. Sean Hunter's dad in Boy Meets World. This is an excellent pick. I love this from Yeah, here. that's a really good I, I did not... Blake Clark taking his overalls off and rubbing his nipples at the end of Happy Gilmore is tattooed uh, water boy. into my or water boy is, ha- yeah. is tattooed into my brain. Strong. <laughs> what a good pick. Uh, and it and as always, don't be that guy unless of course you are that guy with engorged hot regards, Jaeger. <laughs> That's a throwback to last week's episode. God, Pitchfork. I will. I hate every single person who's ever worked at Pitchfork. Oh God! Um, thanks, Jaeger. What a, what a good Solid list. list. Think, That's a good one. Blake Blake Clark is a really good one. Yeah, kind of annoyed at myself for not including Blake Clark on my list. You could almost put like, except for Kevin Smith, you could put almost the entire Happy Madison posse into it, yeah. that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, rolled. nearly all of them. Yeah. Man, what a funny list. Um, all right. Anything else before we skedaddle? I think that's it. All right. Tim uh, Meadows, I'm upset about we mentioned Tim Meadows earlier. Tim Meadows is such a good mm. guy actor. Yeah. Oh, it's another SNL. Yeah. You don't want yeah. any of this, do we? I'll never forget. <laughs> never ever forget that. Tony, 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 Tony? <laughs> <laughs> what's, All right. What's Thank his you name for that listening one, to the ranking. The, the, the sketch with the missing baby. My name's Dr. Leonard Poop. And then he does the robot and oh. leaves. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> Uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> that'll be that'll be six thousand dollars. Good day. <laughs> Just walks out. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, Kings. Big thanks to Mason Merritt. Really appreciate it, buddy. Any anywhere that you want people to follow you on whatever Letterboxd, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, I'm usually whatever. on the six train at around nine forty-five in the morning. So if you want to follow me there, that's cool. If you want to stalk yeah, him, I'm all for yeah. it. Please, please go stalk my friend Mason. That would. Do be you have really any bad though. Martin Scorsese reviews? Send him, send him his way. Yeah, with your address. Just that helps. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, join the Mad About Movies and Rankings Discord. I'll hang out there sometimes. There you go. Yeah, let's do that. It's fun. If we let you back into the rankings Discord, then maybe that maybe you can hang. My out with feet me. aren't that gross. Uh, okay, I think you're overreacting. 
<laughs> Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RankingsPod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. Join our Discord. It's free, and you can find the link to that in our social media bio on our show notes. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until then, there are no small parts, only small actors. Bye. See ya.